girls, Christy Shu here, and you're listening to the Rooted Girls Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to another episode. I'm pumped about today's episode, and with me, I have a very special Rooted leader. Her name is Maddie Oswallo. Welcome. Yay, I'm so excited to be here. It's such an honor. Oh, we're so glad you're on the podcast. I'm so happy to have you. <laughs> this is your you. first time, but not the last, <laughs> Yes, being on the Rooted Girls podcast. And so Maddie and I actually go way back. We both grew up right here in Michigan, and our parents actually were friends from like the days when they were in youth group. <laughs> it's crazy. So way back in the Way back days. in the day. So we've always kind of known each other yeah. growing up. And then we actually ended up going to the same college, as you guys know, Earl Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then we were there in Tulsa for a while. And Maddie actually moved out to California for a little. I stayed in Tulsa for a little. All the craziness. But now we're both back living in the state of Michigan. And it's so good just to be back together. I know. It's so cool how God brought us back to Michigan. I know. Such a God thing. But anyways, Maddie, how about you just tell the Rita girls a little bit about you? Awesome. Yeah. So I actually moved back almost a year ago to Michigan. But like Christy said, I went to Oral Roberts University. My parents both went there. My sisters all have gone there. And my time there, I actually fundraised and opened an Angel House Orphanage for 25 That's kids right. in India. That's awesome. Yes, I've been on almost, I think it's like 18 uh, mission trips now. Wow. And I've been all over the world. And I lived out in uh, Laguna Beach area in California. So jealous. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> so dream world out I there. call it the promised land. Literally is like the promised land. I, I was just there a couple weeks ago and oh my gosh, I want to move. Unreal. I miss it I'm not day. mom, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I might be. No, I'm just yeah. Um, But I was out there for about two years and absolutely loved my time and then moved back to be closer to my family. So here I am, and now I work in recruiting. So Wow, awesome. Yes. Cool. So I'm so thankful she's back in Michigan, and I'm back, and so thankful that you're here on the podcast. Thank you. It's such an honor. I'm so excited to be here, too. Awesome. Well, this is episode 11, and I am pumped about today's topic. We got a lot of good content for you guys. Before we jump into that, I just want to remind you that Sadly, Maddie and I don't have all the answers, but we're going to do our absolute best to answer the questions that you guys have asked based on our life experiences and also the truth in what's in the Word of God. So we always try to do that. And we created this podcast to do just that, just to answer real life girls' questions that you guys have asked, whether through Instagram messages or through our website or actually at Rooted Girls Conferences. We Mm -hmm. just want to help guide you guys and navigate you guys Um, through life's tough circumstances. And like I said, we don't know it all, but we want to just be a resource for you guys and do our absolute best to always point you back towards the truth. So Maddie, you ready to jump in? Yes, I sure am. All right. Well, let's hear about today's question. Today's question, it says, if you have been hurt by something or someone in your past, how can I move past it? And how can I let God heal my heart? I Mm, love this question question. (laughs) because we're all, we've all been hurt. Mm -hmm. I mean, sure maybe have. you're listening and you're like, I've never been hurt, but I highly doubt that. <laughs> unless We've you've all never been left hurt. your house. Yes, unless you're you've like... only like stayed in your four walls your whole life, and lived in a cave or something. Yes. Humans. Chances are you've probably been hurt mm-hmm. in, um, by someone or something, and it's tough. It is not fun to be hurt by people or to be let down. And um, today we just want to try to navigate you guys through experiences from our life when we've experienced pain or hurt. And also just like I said in the beginning, what the word of God says. And 
yeah, it's inevitable. If you're living, like Maddie said, if you've ever left your house, <laughs> chances are you have been hurt by someone or something. So how do we respond and how do we handle that? And how do we deal with that hurt? And sadly, we live in a fallen world. And when Adam and Eve sinned <laughs> way back in the day, way back in the beginning of time, uh, sin entered the world. And that means that people aren't perfect. Circumstances aren't perfect. And um, people are going to hurt us and they are going to let us down. And just as we're starting to answer this question and things, I want, just want to encourage you guys that the enemy wants to use hurt to destroy you and to take yeah. you down. So people aren't perfect, but we know that God is. So people will mess up. People will fail you. But when hurt or trouble and problems come into your life, the enemy wants to use that to lie to you, mm. to steal your joy, to take you away from the truth. And to maybe, I mean, some of you are listening and you've kind of just shied away from your relationship with God or gone down a wrong path because of hurts. And I just want to say the enemy loves that. And he wants to take you away from the things of God. And he wants to um, spring deception and deceit into your minds. And it's a battle and we just have to deal with her in the right way and not let the enemy win. So can we choose our circumstances? Can we choose what happens to us? No, but we can choose how we react to her and how we react to pain. So I just wanted to throw that out there kind of as it's we really jump in. really good to kick it off with that. I love what you said. Um, and I feel like you said the enemy really thrives in those environments of our heart when mm-hmm. we do have that bitterness rooted within us. It is these dark spots that really does drive us away from the Lord. Um, So I'm excited to go into this topic deeper with you. Yeah. So let's just read the question again. So it says, if you've been hurt by someone or something, how can I move past it and let God heal my hurt? I think my little tip or my first piece Mm -hmm. of advice that I would give is, like I said, you have to choose how you react and you have to choose to forgive. And maybe in the moment that it happens, the day it happens, the week that it happens, you're not going to be at a place where you can forgive quite yet. And that's pretty normal. (laughs) You know, we are human. We can't just say, that girl really hurt me or that person really hurt me, but I forgive them, you know, right away. So I completely agree with that. And you have to keep in mind that you're only responsible for you and how you respond and react. You can't control other people or what they say and do. So you're only responsible for your reaction and what you do to respond to that. And it's actually incredibly biblically true that you can take time away from those people that have hurt you and let you down to heal and have your own space. Mm -hmm. If they're being toxic and bringing that toxic energy or really continuously hurting you, it is okay to separate yourself from those people and those relationships, even when they're in your family. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I recently had to do that where there was a family member of mine that was just bringing a lot of gossip and really negative energy and then turned out to really hurt me by gossiping about me. And it was my own family member. So I've just had to take some time apart for them and just kind of heal on my on my own without having them talking to me every single day or consistently. So um, that's a really great thing to do. Too. Yeah. And I think it's good to discern too. Like, like I said, and Maddie said, it's important that you forgive them, mm-hmm. but especially if it's a friend situation or like Maddie said, even mm-hmm. sometimes a family member, you don't necessarily have to go back into being in close relationship exactly. with them. I think yeah. it's important that you pray and discern uh, like, okay, this person totally broke my trust. Like, should I mm-hmm. let them back in as a close friend or a close family member, or should I just forgive them, but keep my distance? Because the Bible doesn't say, it does say we should forgive everybody. 
and love everybody, but mm-hmm. it doesn't say you necessarily have to go back to being best friends or yeah. so close with someone who totally hurt you. Yeah. And I love the example if you were having like a barbecue party and it's like, how many people would you invite over to be in your backyard? Yeah. Okay, there's a ton. Let's say there's 50. There's 50 people in your backyard, and now who are you going to invite into your living room? Okay, let's say 20. Who are you going to invite into your kitchen? Sometimes that's about 5 to 10. It's like, who are you going to invite in your bedroom? And I know that sounds bad. Yeah. I invite anyone in <laughs> we your know room, what you but mean. <laughs> I mean, your closest quarters that's closest to you, your resting place, your peace. Um, how many people are you going to have in there? Only like two or three. So it's okay to just have a few really close people that you mm-hmm. trust the most with your deepest secrets and your heart's dreams and goals. Um, so that's something I've had to really learn because I'm so open and loving that I let yeah. everybody and their mothers yeah, into my right. deepest, darkest parts of my heart. And I've been really hurt by that. Yeah. It is so important that we pray and just think and discern before mm-hmm. about who, yeah, we let into the closest yeah. parts of us. And that can mean in a friendship, that can mean in a relationship with a family member, or that can mean in a relationship with a guy. Yes. You know, we have to be very careful at who we are letting in. Cause like we said in the beginning, getting hurt sadly, is a part of life. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen one time or another, but we can prevent a lot of hurt from happening if we are wise and we are smarter about who we really do let know those intimate details and close moments that are in our heart. Retweet. I love that. (laughs) Um, Especially with guys. I mean, it's so easy to let them in very quickly when they're Mm -hmm. saying all the right things. They're so attractive. Yeah. All that. You have fun together. It's really easy to just want to open up in every area. But keep in mind, you have to guard your heart for all else flows from it. So you just have to really guard that above all else. It is so important. Um, in life and in this age range that we're mm-hmm. talking to today. I mean, it is vital for you yes. to really protect that area in your life. So in this question where it says, how can I move past it? Mm-hmm. Let God heal me. The first step is to forgive. And that is hard. Mm-hmm. But like I say so many times in this podcast, when it comes to an example of how we can forgive people or how mm-hmm. we can love people, Jesus is the ultimate example. Read his words, see how he acted towards people during his time on earth, during his earthly ministry. But Jesus was probably hurt more than anybody mm-hmm. I could ever think of. Sorry. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure Jesus had a lot of hurt. For example, on Palm Sunday, you know, he was walking yeah. or riding, I should say, yeah. on a donkey through the streets. People were waving palm branches, throwing down their garments, saying, Hosanna, you know, glory, yeah. you know, you're glory yeah. to the one most high and things, just praising mm-hmm. him, just affirming yeah. him loving him. And then a couple of days later, those same people were yelling, crucify yes. him, murder him. So point. I couldn't imagine like mm-hmm. the complete contrast and total difference. Jesus was probably like, what? <laughs> These yeah. people were saying, we love you. We're your biggest fans. And then they totally turned on him and were saying, yes. And that guy to a With cross. The drop of a hat. Yep. Yes. The measure of hurt that Jesus probably I'm felt kidding. by that is crazy, yeah. but he still went to a cross and died for the same people that were praising him, the same people that were yelling, crucify him. He still forgave their sins and paid the ultimate sacrifice yeah. on the cross. So, you know, you probably won't have to pay, pay a huge sacrifice <laughs> on the cross, hopefully not, like Jesus did. But it is important that we do forgive, no matter how hard it is. And it will be hard, mm-hmm. sometimes harder than others. And forgiveness sometimes is a long journey, but you yeah. do have to forgive because if you don't, you could turn yeah. very bitter. And trust me, that is not a good yeah. place to be. And honestly, this topic and what we're going over are lessons that you will carry through your entire life. This doesn't go away when you're out of high school, out of college. 
the older I'm getting, the more I realize this is an ongoing life lesson that we constantly need to be reminding ourselves Mm -hmm. of when that bitterness tries to creep in. And honestly, in the last few years, I can say I have had so many revelations where I've easily become the most forgiving person Mm -hmm. that I personally know. I always say that (laughs) as kind of a joke, but I realized like there's really nothing in this life that is worth holding on to because that bitterness it only affects you. And there are yes. so many studies out on how unforgiveness leads to stress and stress oh, yeah. leads to even your health. Great hair. Appreciating health. <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Um, but I also remind myself daily, when we accepted Jesus into our hearts, he knew every area of our heart, every ounce of sin we've ever committed in our entire life and all the sin we will continue mm-hmm. or, you know, we're never perfect and the sin we will commit at some point in our lives. He knew all of that when we gave our lives over to him. So um, with that being said, who am I to not forgive others who let me down? Because I, even when I try my right. very hardest, am letting God down even unintentionally some mm-hmm. days. And sometimes I know I'm doing something wrong and still fall short. So in, in Matthew, he even talks about, it's Matthew six fourteen through 15. He talks about, um, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. And later in Matthew, it actually talks about 70 times 70 is the number of times yeah. that we are called and required to forgive people. Not for our whole life, not for a month or a year. Every single day, yeah. that number resets. So 70 times 7. That's a lot. That is a lot. I'm not good at math, but I know that's a lot. <laughs> so I just know that we're required to forgive. It's not even something we right. should or shouldn't do. It's a requirement to really have a close relationship with God and to thrive in your life. That is required for it. For you to do totally and like you said bitterness is trust me it's just no way to live like living with a bitter heart and yeah. just a bitter mind and a bitter attitude and if you don't forgive yes it could turn yeah. into bitterness so it's so important that we do forgive and if you're like okay I know you've said that but I don't know how to forgive like my heart's not there I can't get there I know it's tough sometimes, but I would just encourage you to just pray that God can change your heart, that he can change your mind, he can change your attitude, because he can, you know, he can soften a heart, he can help you forgive. So just pray and tell him, he already knows, but just tell him, like, God, it is hard, like, this person really hurt me, I'm really struggling, I don't think I can forgive them, just please soften my heart towards them, help me to see them how you see them, and he will soften your heart. There's been some people before that I've, to be honest, not really been a big fan let's of. Let's get real now. Yeah, let's get real. We only want honesty on the podcast. But that I've not been a big fan of, but I've actually started praying for them, and it's crazy how my perspective has just changed, and I'm like, okay, they're still not my favorite person in the world, but my heart has softened towards them. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that is the power of God. That's the power of his love. He is the one that can truly just soften your heart and change your attitude towards someone. So if you are having a hard time finding forgiveness and forgiving someone that's hurt you, just pray. Say, God, just change my whole mindset and my whole attitude towards the situation. Yes, I love that. And I mean, we have the power to focus our thoughts and mindset on things. So when I actively have thoughts coming against me and in my mind just popping up day to day, I have to remind myself, Again, praying for that person is a great way to do mm-hmm. this, but just, you know, they're they're human, they let us down, and refocusing on um, how to forgive them and realizing, you know what, I have unforgiveness, yeah. I'm going to pray about this right now and lay it down, it's not for me to figure out, 
Um, and I've had so much peace and growth since that mindset's come into my life. Um, in the last two years, I've honestly experienced more hurt than I ever have in my entire life. Some of the closest people in my life, even some from the ministry, let me down in ways at my lowest, weakest moment where I was actually really sick and in the hospital. They went and did something that was so devastating and never have gone through anything like that before. And it took me a while and it took me to have them out of my life, but to also actively pray for them mm -hmm. was a huge key. And then whenever those bitter thoughts came into my mind of, I'm never even gonna go to church again, uh -huh. I don't even wanna like look at a ministry right now, um, I had to remind myself that is what the enemy exactly. wants me to do yep. and I cannot do that. I'm going to rise up and if anything that proved who I was, not only to those people, but in my relationship with God mm -hmm. and I have grown more in the last two years by having that um, revelation in my life than I've ever in my mm -hmm. entire life and my entire rest of my 25 years. So <laughs> I'm just saying like there's such freedom that came from myself yes. in even just practicing those very simple things of laying it down daily, praying for them regularly, mm -hmm. and then shifting my focus when they did um, pop up. Wow, that's that's so good. Thanks for sharing that. And I love how you did share that those people that did hurt you really bad were actually actively involved in the ministry, yeah. were in the church. Because I think sometimes we think like, well, pastors mm -hmm. can never hurt anybody. Yeah, they're perfect Or a worship leader can never yeah. hurt anybody. Or people that are in full-time ministry can never hurt anybody. And yeah, we hope that's the case, but... I'm in full-time ministry and I will be the first person to admit I am mm -hmm. not perfect and I mess up a lot. And it's by God's grace that, you know, we pull ourselves back together and things, but nobody is perfect. So I love how you had to shift your perspective and think yeah. like, they're people just because they're yeah. in a position of ministry, yeah. they are going to mess up too. They're not God. None of us are. And I love how you didn't let that bitterness just yeah. sneak into your heart and stay there. Cause like you said, Maddie, that is what the enemy wants. He would have loved for you to be hurt by people that are in the church that are in ministry. And for you to throw in the towel and be like, I'm done serving God. I'm done going to church. I'm done participating in all the ministry things I'm involved in. I'm just done. And the enemy would have been like, yes, I got Mission her. Accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> exactly. So girls, if you're listening yeah. and you've been hurt by somebody in the church or somebody who is even a strong Christian, yeah you know, they're just a person too, and they mess up too. Mm -hmm. And I want to encourage you guys to react like Maddie did and say, you know what, they hurt me, but I'm going to pray that I can forgive them. And I'm not going to let it affect my relationship with God. And I'm not, ultimately, I'm not going to let the enemy win in this situation. I had a similar story actually, um, where I had a really good friend. We were talking about kind of like friends in the beginning yeah. and just hurt from friends and things. Um, as I was actually starting Kingdom Kids Homes, the ministry that does work in Haiti that I now lead um, back in college. She was my best friend and she really helped me. And I'm still very thankful for this. She really helped me get Kingdom Kids going and she helped me move it from just a thought and a vision and a dream into reality. And she played a big part in helping me launch Kingdom Kids Homes. But um, as we got closer to actually starting the orphanage, um, we got into some arguments and things. And long story short, I'm not going to get into all the detail, but she kind of turned her back on me and didn't hold up her end of the bargain and just kind of pulled out on some really important things um, when it came to starting the orphanage. Wow. And we were weeks away. We were three, two, three weeks away from cutting the ribbon and opening the doors of the orphanage. And she, like I said, didn't really hold up her end of the bargain and pulled out. And um, that was super hard on me because we were about to open this orphanage. I was already super, super busy, had a lot on my mind, 
you know, dotting a lot of I's, crossing a lot of T's, Mm -hmm. finishing last things. And um, so it was hard on me because that was stressful to be in ministry and have to like rearrange everything. But it was also hard on me because that was my closest friend. And I felt like she completely betrayed me really and turned her back on me. And so we got through the trip and the orphanage opened and stuff and we got back and I was just kind of, when we got back from that big trip of opening the orphanage and things kind of faced with reality, like, oh, wow, I'm pretty sure I don't have, you know, my best friend anymore because of the things that just all happened before this big trip. And um, I was very hurt, um, again, because it wasn't just like a normal friend fight. I mean, friend fights are awful, but it was a friend fight, but it also involved my baby, which was Kingdom Gets Homes, the thing I worked so hard on starting, something so close to my heart, my biggest dream, you know, something I poured my whole heart into. She was trying to kind of get that off course. Um, Anyways, it was just really hard. And that's what hurt the most probably is it's like, you knew how much Kingdom Kids means to me and how this is my dream that I've been working towards for years and it's finally happening. And now you're trying to cause us destruction in the midst of it. So long story, but I was extremely hurt by that. And to be honest, it took me a long time, longer than I'd like to admit to like fully get over that. I had to pray a lot um, that, and like I said earlier, you know, you got to forgive because bitterness will sweep in if you don't. And whenever someone would bring her up or say something about her, I would just get so bitter and angry and all those feelings of like betrayal and things would come up again. So I really did have to pray a lot. Like God changed my heart. Mm -hmm. And like we said before, too, you don't have to go back to being best friends with people, but I want it to be at a place where I heard her name and I didn't cringe, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> like I said, I'm not perfect. For. And, yeah. you know, something would come up about that situation or someone would ask me about it and I would get internally just so frustrated and mad and hurt all over again. So to be honest with you guys, I had to pray a lot and it took about, I would say, eight months till I really felt like I was in a good place. And then she actually messaged me. And we met up for the first time since all that went down about, yeah, it was about nine months after all that went down. We hadn't spoken. And um, she apologized and we talked it out and um, we were good. Like I, at that point I was like, okay, I forgive her. We're okay. But we didn't go back to being best friends again, which was hard. But like we said in the beginning about using wisdom and discernment, I forgave her and I was okay with her. But the trust was completely broken, Mm -hmm. so I couldn't go back to being as close as we were. If I saw her, of course, I was going to be nice to her. I wasn't going to speak bad about her. I was going to be cordial and kind. But again, you guys just have to use wisdom on, should I let that person back into my inner circle when trust was completely broken, wisdom with family, like Maddie should they mentioned, be my backyard or my kitchen? yeah, should they or should they be down the street? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Same state, but yeah, different state. No. no, but you do have to pray and just think about, okay, should I let them back in close? And sometimes you will be able yeah. to, and it's it's fine. But other times it's like, no, that would not be a wise move for me and my relationship with the Lord and mm-hmm. just the whole situation. So all that to say, long story, but um, people are going to hurt you because people aren't perfect. But it is so important that we just lay those burdens we feel and that pain we feel and the hurt we feel when we are hurt at Jesus' feet and just say, Jesus, you're going to have to intervene. You're going to have to take this from me because this is too much for me to carry. And I think the only time that we really, I've experienced letting somebody back into my inner circle is when it's my family that's hurt yeah. to let me down. Those are the people who it's like, okay, they're okay and safe. Safer, mm-hmm. I should say. Not always safe. There's still people and, you know, I'm right. not perfect. But 
Um, that's the only time I've really seen that happen. And of course you miss those friendships when it's never the same. You're going to miss that. But some relationships are just seasonal. And yes. a lot of people aren't going to be able to keep up with where you're growing and who you're evolving to, you know? That's so good. It's and my so... pastor told me that because he had a front row seat for a lot of those issues that happened with that friend yeah. during that season of starting Kingdom Kids. And he told me that. He said, Christy, you know, I know it's hard, but he said, it's, and I don't know why, but some people are in your life for just a season and then they're not supposed to be there anymore. And it's hard to come to terms with that and things, but I think that's what that was for that situation. So yeah, it's like sometimes people are going to be there for life. And other times it's just a season. And it took me till 25 to really learn that lesson. So hopefully you guys can learn it sooner than I did or in a shorter time span than I have. Yeah. um, It's a huge life lesson, you know. Yeah. And I just want to encourage you guys again. I know we've already said this, but just choose to not live with bitterness. Like I said, you can't choose your circumstances. You can't choose what happens to you. You can't choose how people treat you, but you can choose how you react and don't live with bitterness. And that is why I prayed. Like I said, it took me like a full eight months to fully get over it. And that's okay. Like I said, some will take a week, some will take a year, you know, but to be actively praying that God can heal your heart and help you through the hurt is so important. And that was a big hurt for me. So that's why it took longer, but just make a choice. I will not stay bitter. I will not let this ruin my relationship with other people. I will not let this ruin my relationship with the Lord. God is still good. He is still sovereign. And don't let it completely knock you off your feet. Because both our stories that we shared were with people involved in ministry. And they were about ministry. They were starting ministries, you know. And um, you could become very bitter and you could leave the church. I have dated a few guys, I won't lie about this part, (laughs) where they've stamped God on it. Why Mm. we were breaking up. Well, God told me you're my wife. And then a few weeks later, God told me to break up with you. And I was like, well, the God I know and serve does not change his mind like that drastically that fast. So it's even harder when people are in ministry or stamping that or when it's somebody like a guy in your life that's, really knows the ins and outs of your heart by the point, you know, Mm -hmm. that he's hurting you to let you down. Those, those relationships are some of the hardest to really heal from. So there's no time stamp on that. And forgiveness honestly happens step by step, day Mm -hmm. by day. It's not nine times out of 10, I shouldn't say always, but most of the time it's a very slow process and it does take time. Time does heal. Mm -hmm. I love, I know that's a very cliche statement, but but there is a lot of truth to it. That's so good. So if you have been hurt and back to the original question, like how can I move past it? How can I let God heal my heart? Number one, choose to forgive. It's hard and it might be a process, but choose to forgive to pray and just give it to God. Say, God, I, this situation's awful and I don't want to forgive this person, but will you help me get to the point where I can forgive them? And three, just another really practical thing I would share with you guys is to talk to somebody about it, a mentor, your mom, a pastor, a good friend, somebody who will give you godly wisdom and godly counsel. Talk to them about it. And my pastor really was that for me back during that season of the story I shared with my close friend. You know, I he knew the ins and outs of it. And he was the one that always was encouraging me. Like, Christy, yep, that wasn't right. Yep, that was very hurtful. You have every right to be hurt, but you need to start seeking out restoration. And he encouraged me several times to reach out to her to get together with her. And I I didn't do it. I couldn't. I was like, yeah. I'll probably blow up. <laughs> I did want to make this one point. I'm so glad you brought that back up. I learned too by me not responding and just taking that quiet time or focusing on myself and how I respond. 
almost all the situations that have happened in my life where people hurt me, they came to me to apologize uh-huh. or make things right. doesn't always happen, but I was shocked versus when I used to respond out of anger uh-huh. and spite, just send that nasty text, whatever felt good in the moment, yeah. I veered away from that. And when I did, it was crazy the reactions I had from people reaching out and mending things on their own because they had their own convictions. Yes. And I'm not going to say that my prayers didn't have anything. Yeah, it probably did. But no, but. that's that's really good. And my pastor did encourage me to reach out a lot. And I, I'm stubborn sometimes, so, so I didn't. Yeah. But looking back, maybe I should have. I don't. I was still pretty hurt, so I don't know if I was ready. But it's so important to go to people, not to gossip or not to be like, do you know what he did to me or do you know what she did to me? with like a spirit of gossip or, or anything like that, but just someone who's older than you, wiser, you know, your mom, someone that knows you, the situation and just say like, this is what happened. This is how I feel. I don't want to feel this way. And they can pray with you. They can give you advice. They can push you in the right direction, even when it's tough. So it's so good to have, you know, those youth pastors, Bible study leaders, those people in your life that you can go to and talk to about, a tough situation because they really can help guide you through it. So good, Christy. Wow. Well, this is awesome. We're about wrapping up here in a second, but um, Maddie, I don't know if you have any final thoughts, comments, Bible verses, <laughs> anything yeah. to share when it comes to this topic. I mean, the last scripture I can share is in Ephesians 4.32. It says, and again, instead, be kind and tenderhearted to one another and forgive one another as God has forgiven you mm-hmm. through Christ. That's good. So my final thought is God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross and we, who are we to not forgive? We are required. So I just encourage you, even in the pain, lay it down, give it to God, mm-hmm. um, renew your mind and thought process, focus on your own reactions and responses and choose to move forward. It is a choice sometimes mm-hmm. and you've got this and just stay close to God, really focus on your relationship with him because at the end of the day and at the end of your life, that's truly all that's going to matter. That is so true. And I couldn't echo that enough. <laughs> you know, situations are tough. People hurt us. But like Maddie just said, at the end of your life, it is going to be you standing before God and you're going to have to answer to him about mm-hmm. how you treated people, how you reacted in tough situations and things. So make sure you just choose forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Make sure you choose to let things go. If it takes you a while, that's okay. We're not saying like you have to forgive within 24 hours yeah. <laughs> at all. It's you know, like I said, it took me yeah. probably eight months to fully forgive when I was really hurt. So it might take you a while, but as long as you're actively working towards forgiveness and just This is simple, but just to say my final thought, life is too short. Life is too short to live upset, Mm -hmm. to live with bitterness in your heart. I've been there here and there, and that just does not feel good to live with the weight and the pain of just being bitter and negative and cynical towards things. Life is too short to live like that. So even if you're listening to this today and you're like, man, I have so much hurt right now. Today's a great place to start. Take a step in the right direction and pray like, God, Help me to forgive those people. Text somebody if you need to text them and seek out forgiveness. Call someone if you need to call them and seek out forgiveness. But bitterness is not a way to live. You don't want to live in bitterness. And like I mentioned before, you know, Jesus forgave the people that were praising him one day, that were yelling, crucify him a couple days later. I don't think we're in any situations that are that tough. So just choose, choose to forgive. And you can choose how you react to situations. Even if they're not fun, you can, you can choose how you react. Love it. Awesome. Well, again, Maddie, thanks so much for being on. Of course. I look forward to being back Yes, well, we'd love it. And we hope you girls got something out of today's episode. Feel free to just reach out to us. I'll tag Maddie and myself in the Instagram post. We want to hear your thoughts and questions. If you want to ask us more about our stories or more about something we said, 
We're here for you guys. We want to be a resource to you. So don't be shy. Feel free to reach out to us. That's why we created the podcast. We're yes. here to help you guys out. And we're not done with the podcast. We have more exciting stuff coming up. Um, as you know, we drop a new episode every first and third Friday of the month. So our next episode is coming out the third Friday in November. And we're actually going to be doing part two uh, onto this part one with the same question about God healing our heart when we've been hurt. And I'm actually going to have my friend, Lori is her name on, and she has an incredible testimony. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to tell you anymore because I want you to listen, but that is going to be an incredible episode. So make sure you mark your calendar for that third Friday in November. All right. Well, I guess that's what we have for today. So thanks again, Maddie. Of course. Thank you all for listening. Yes. Thank you girls for listening. And we hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.